Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome back to the Easy Physics Podcast, where we break down complex physics into understandable bites. I'm Jesse, and today we're diving into the fascinating world of gravitational lensing, with our expert guest, Avery Russell. Avery, thank you for joining us. It's a pleasure to be here, Jesse. I'm excited to talk about gravitational lensing with you and your listeners. Let's jump straight in. Can you give us a basic definition of gravitational lensing? Absolutely. Gravitational lensing is a phenomenon that occurs when the gravity of a massive object, like a galaxy or a black hole, bends the path of light from a more distant object. This effect is predicted by Einstein's general theory of relativity. That sounds intriguing. How exactly does the gravity of an object bend light? It's all about space-time. Massive objects cause a curvature in the fabric of space-time, and light follows this curved path. Think of it like a marble rolling along a trampoline that's been weighed down by a heavy ball in the center. Ah, I've seen those trampoline analogies before. Now... Does gravitational lensing only occur with light from distant stars, or can it affect other types of electromagnetic radiation? It affects all forms of electromagnetic radiation in the same way since they all travel at the speed of light. So infrared, ultraviolet, and even radio waves can be lensed. You've mentioned massive objects like galaxies and black holes. How massive do these objects have to be to cause gravitational lensing? There's no strict lower limit, but in practice, the larger the mass, the more noticeable the lensing. Astronomers usually detect lensing with objects that have masses comparable to stars, all the way up to clusters of galaxies. Can we see gravitational lensing with the naked eye, or do we need special equipment? Lensing is usually too subtle to see without equipment. Astronomers use telescopes equipped with high-resolution imaging to detect and study lensing phenomena. What are some of the signs that gravitational lensing is occurring? One common sign is the appearance of multiple images of the same astronomical object. This is called strong lensing. Another is more subtle, the stretching and distortion of the background object's shape, known as weak lensing. Multiple images of the same object. How does that happen? It's all about alignment. If a distant source, 
a massive lens and the observer are closely aligned, the light can take multiple paths around the lens and reach the observer from different angles, creating multiple images. Fascinating. And these multiple images, do they look the same? Not always. The images can vary in brightness and orientation, depending on the specifics of the lensing geometry. Now, I've heard about something called an Einstein ring. Could you explain what that is? Sure. An Einstein ring is a special case of gravitational lensing. If a source, lens, and observer align perfectly, the light forms a ring structure around the lensing mass. It was one of the first predictions of Einstein's theory. That must be a spectacular sight. Have we observed many Einstein rings? We have observed a few with the help of powerful telescopes. They're quite rare because the alignment needs to be so precise. With these observations, what can gravitational lensing teach us about the universe? A great deal. For one, it helps us detect and map dark matter since it can lens light just like visible matter can. It also allows us to study the expansion rate of the universe and to discover exoplanets. Dark matter, that's another elusive topic. How does lensing help us map something we can't see? Because dark matter has mass, it affects the light coming from background galaxies, distorting their images. By measuring these distortions, we can infer the presence and distribution of dark matter. Amazing how light can reveal the unseen. What about the expansion of the universe? How does lensing factor into understanding that? Gravitational lensing can magnify supernovae, which are used as cosmic distance markers. By comparing the apparent brightness to the lensing magnification, we learn more about the distance light traveled and thus about the expansion rate. So it aids in measuring cosmic distances accurately. With these measurements, have we encountered any surprises or challenges to our current understanding of physics? Yes, there is ongoing tension between different measurements of the expansion rate of the universe. Gravitational lensing adds another way to measure this rate, and sometimes the results don't quite match up, hinting at new physics or the need for better models. That keeps things interesting. Now, switching gears a bit, how can gravitational lensing help us discover exoplanets? This is really cool. If a lensing star has a planet, it can cause a small blip in the light curve during a lensing event. Detecting these blips can reveal exoplanets that are otherwise too faint or too close to their stars to see directly. That's a clever technique. What's the farthest or most impressive gravitational lensing event we've observed? One of the most impressive is the lensing of a quasar by a galaxy roughly 8 billion light years away, producing four distinct images. It's called the Einstein cross. Eight billion light years is hard to fathom, and we're able to see such events clearly. With modern telescopes, yes. Astronomical technology has advanced immensely, allowing us to observe these phenomena in stunning detail. How could someone starting out in astronomy or physics get more involved in studying gravitational lensing? Starting with a strong foundation in general relativity would be key. From there, getting involved with research groups or contributing to data analysis from big surveys can be great ways to contribute to the field. For our listeners who are eager to learn more, are there any resources you'd recommend to dive deeper into gravitational lensing? Certainly. I'd recommend starting with some review papers on the subject and books on general relativity. There are also great lecture series available online for free that cover the basics of lensing. Before we wrap up, can you share with us some current or upcoming precs related to gravitational lensing that have you excited? 
the Legacy Survey of Space and Time, LSST, that will be conducted by the Vera C. Rubin Observatory, is incredibly promising. It's expected to discover millions of lensing events and bring our understanding to a whole new level. That's definitely something to look forward to. I want to thank you, Avery, for sharing your expertise on gravitational lensing with us today. Any final thoughts for our listeners fascinated with the cosmic dance of light and gravity? Just keep looking up and asking questions. The universe is full of wonders like gravitational lensing that challenge our understanding and inspire us to learn more. It's an exciting time to be a part of the field. Well said. Once again, thank you for joining us today, Avery. To our listeners, stay curious and keep exploring the mysteries of the universe with us here at Easy Physics. Thanks for having me, Jesse. It was a pleasure discussing this cosmic phenomenon with you and your audience. Until next time. That's all for today's podcast. Thanks for tuning in, and don't forget to subscribe for more episodes. Until next time on Easy Physics, keep the curiosity alive.